Genius Brain listeners. This podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if – you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like – if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at Hero. Dot co wishing for that yeah. i'm wishing that the next project that you do that you come out as an amazing actor so yeah. you could talk that fucking shit because right now your foundation is shaky that's why people every time you tweet something about representation people see through it now they go this is not about representation this is about you so the first thing they want to tell you to do is shut the fuck up mm. just be quiet yeah let your artwork, let your work show who you are. You can do that, dude. You can fucking do it. You can let your work represent. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. It was a lovely Thanksgiving, a big old break, and a lot of things have happened since. And now we're here to talk about, we have Ed Park on the podcast today. What's up? Cheers, my friend. Air cheers. Ding. Clink. Yes. Uh, we have not, listen, I we originally wanted to talk about Black Panther, but I haven't seen Black Panther yet. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Um, thought twice. Uh, I saw, uh, uh, fucking, what did I just say? Black Adam, Black Adam. which okay. I, I was telling Ed, he doesn't have to see because Black Adam is just like every other superhero film that just kind of inundates you with a lot of like VFX, amazing VFX, by the way. Yeah. Like Black Adam's VFX in terms of like the fight scenes and like what they did with it was pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. But kind of same trope with like the whole thing of they just inundate you with so much visual shit. They don't care about the the build up, the story and kind of making things count. Right. Let me guess. The plot is in the beginning, The Rock is a badass and then he becomes a badass, right? And then someone challenges him and he's a badass. Yeah. And then it ends and he's a fucking badass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's really the I'll tell you this though, it was like some of The Rock's best acting, you know. Yeah. Um oh, really, really. Yeah, he didn't have much lines, he didn't say much, but, okay. <laughs> but he was playing like this very cool, subtle character, right? Which right. I thought he did a really great job in. Okay. But the first scene where you see Black Adam appear, he's just kicking fucking ass. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. But then that would have felt better if you led up to it it just happened right right in the first 10 minutes it just happened mm -hmm. and black adam appears and then you find out his whole story in the last like 20 minutes of the film 
So it's right. Like, so do you want like wait till the end if you want to start instead of progressing and opening up a story? Exactly. So you figure out why he is the way he is right at the end. It's like, wait, hold on. If you would have told us a little bit about this, that we could have seen his story arc, why yeah. he's doing these things, why he's so amazing. And yeah. it was just, okay, I just watched it for energy. I, I turned off my brain like I did with Love and Thunder. So maybe like it was an editing thing, right? It, if there might be a re-edit of it or some oh, shit. Oh, maybe, huh? And then they just tossed the way that it was playing out. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. It, I, I'm pretty sure if they flipped out the structure of the film, it, it would have been a, a lot better because, yeah. you know, a lot of his story that he was talking about where he was talking about his son, how he got his powers had a lot to do with, and just like all these other films, there's always one actor that fucking kills it. Just like in Shang-Chi, right? Yeah. It was Tony Lung. And this one, it was Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, He fucking yeah. killed it, dude. He was the shit. Yeah, he's, well, um, if you guys don't know too, uh, my Bond growing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was the one, my one first recollections being the 80s Bond, I guess. But I see, I don't even know his name. <laughs> yeah, ours was Pierce Brosnan. It's always. Pierce Brosnan. With the yeah, one with the Halle 90s. Berry and everything. Ooh, yeah. fine as shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't care if you like, so, well, well, here's the thing. If there is, is there even anything to spoil except the fact that he's just going to be a badass throughout the whole movie? Not really. You're not going to really care about anything in the yeah. film. And I think like this is, you know, one of the things I, I want to talk about is just kind of, I don't know what the trajectory of a lot of these like Marvel and DC films, like what they're, what they plan to do next, right? Because yeah. at this point, this past like year or so has been pretty disappointing, yeah. right? Not not everything. There's there's been a lot of great TV shows. There was Loki. There was uh, WandaVision. But these are the TV series. But the yeah. film is starting to like. I'm actually not excited to see these films anymore. Yeah. So we're talking about Phase Four in general, right? Yeah. yeah outside of the, a lot of Disney Plus series, um, mm -hmm. there's a there's some misses with some Disney Plus stuff. Like I didn't like Moon Knight. Um, it was, but then it was its own self-contained story like it had nothing to do almost with mcu yeah which is crazy yeah um but the mcu movies it's kind of hard to admit this to myself but look I, you know i'm in my 30s now you know so uh i was watching i mean i grew up with marvel shit like from the 90s and stuff mm -hmm. but I don't know if it's just getting older, but then getting into phase four, I remember I was at home. I was like, let me put on Spider-Man, Spider-Man, No Way, uh, No Way Home. Yeah. Wow. I, it wasn't that good <laughs> as I remembered it. I think it was just the hype in the theater. Yeah. You know, there's definitely seeing. a certain films that you watch too. Like the hype definitely plays a, a, a huge role into mm -hmm. it. Right. I think for me, Spider-Man, No Way Home was really good at, developing these oh shit moments right 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 and which right. i haven't felt in a lot of marvel films lately mm -hmm. especially when it came to aunt may dying yeah which i thought was like you know it was like a chef's kiss moment it yeah. was just whoa this is it it matters yeah oh it's like she represents the death of um uncle ben yeah you know in this universe and, mm -hmm. and it was a really great way to expand on opening your mind towards this universal stuff happening mm -hmm. or multiverse stuff happening yeah but um <laughs> I just kind of sit there and watch like, yeah, what's going off? And you're just like, should I even care anymore? Like, I, I'm, am I not invest? Should, you know, am, was I too invested? And I find myself just stepping out of it and like, 
I know I'm watching it because I have been watching it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, why yeah. I'm watching these things. Well, though. you know, for me too, and I've talked about this before. The one of the biggest reasons why I really, really enjoyed Marvel films is because when we were kids, we had Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk, which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is just a guy yeah. painted in green. So this was what we had. Yeah, we had um, Adam West <laughs> as Batman. Right. You know, Shazam, you know, Dude. pop, pow. It was like corny shit. Yeah, know, this like, is this is what we had, right? Yeah. And um, so when we get to see technology progress, it actually allowed for, you know, the film to catch up with our imagination, mm -hmm. which was pretty fucking insane, yeah. right? But just like anything that you get, like there's a certain amount, there's a certain point where it's sensory overload, where we're so kind of used to this. Yeah. We, we we expect this now. Right. So now that the whole awe and the explosions are great, it's great for children. Mm. Right? Like little kids will like it. Well, speaking on that though, if you showed a kid Jurassic Park, he will never be as mesmerized as we were when we first saw Jurassic Park. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Like, holy fucking shit, that's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> and it holds up to this day. Mm -hmm. It's better than the Jurassic World oh, series. 100%. CGI, you know? Um, and that's a whole nother CGI uh, discussion, but like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, because the a lot of kids um, just grew up and CGI has been around. You know, they watch Toy Story one. <laughs> what the like, what fuck? is this yeah. shit? <laughs> Which is funny because the way I remember Toy Story one was very different from what I saw. I was like, yeah. wow, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, and the story is still great. But then when we were younger and we saw stuff like that or like a Bug's Life or some shit, mm -hmm. right? It was some next level shit, right? And so to us, it was absolutely amazing. We hadn't seen something like this before. Yeah. So now we're getting a little taste of this, like these younger kids are going to get with whatever comes out in the future as adults. And I think like Marvel has to kind of shift now to like, okay, we're not getting away with all the explosions and just the cool fighting now. We have to go back into character development. We have to go back into story. We have to do all this stuff again that traditional film does, mm. which... By the way, you know, if you guys have heard of this and, you know, people have been asking me to talk about this and I, I, I genuinely didn't want to talk about it because everybody thinks I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> right? People think Click I- fate. That's yeah, why. <laughs> people love to kill me. They, they think I hate fucking Simu Lu, right? Yeah. And I'm always going to give him the benefit of the doubt first just because, you know, he's an Asian dude. That's an actor. He's a huge face, you know, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Roasted, just kidding. I have to now because you guys are making me do this. Um, but, you know, <laughs> in this in this whole scene, right? So obviously there's something that blew up over like Twitter and stuff. And I didn't know what it was about, right? It yeah. was something about Quentin Tarantino. And mm -hmm. if you read the headline, it's basically saying that Quentin, Quentin Tarantino says that Marvel uh, film actors aren't uh, act real actors, right? And obviously they're being very clickbaity. And, yeah. you know, when I first read this shit, I'm like, what the fuck did Tarantino say again? Right. But then again, I kind of know or we all know Simulu's tendency to kind of just, you know, make everything such a huge fucking deal. So I'm like, OK, maybe these two fucking whiny bitches like what the fuck are both <laughs> these guys talking about? Yeah. And so, by the way, I love Tarantino. Yeah. But you know? he can be whiny. He could be very fucking whiny. And he looks like a troll face. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love he's, Tarantino. He's, it's, yeah. Some of my favorite films are from him. Yeah. So I see this interview from Two Bears, One Cave. Uh, with Tom Segura and he's interviewing and he's asking about Marvel films and the way that these articles were first written right and by the way a majority of the articles that were written were actually against Simu Liu mm. and what he said and so I thought Tarantino said something specifically against like Shang-Chi he wasn't even a part of the fucking conversation 
This motherfucker hop. He fucking hopscotched right the fuck into something that had nothing to do with him. A, B, C, your way out of this yeah. conversation, bro. And that's essentially what the internet was saying. It's like, where the fuck did you come from? Yeah. Like, nobody is even asking you about this shit. Why did, and that's the thing I think a lot of people have an issue with him about. It's like, mm-hmm. he somehow turns every single thing into like, what about me? <laughs> what okay. about me? And it's in the guise of like Asian positivity. It's right. not really about like, oh, this is how we feel as Asian people. Like, number one, I never ask you to represent me. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand where he kind of got this bravado of like, I'm the exemplar example of what Asian men should be. See, we could be different. We're attractive. <laughs> Who asked you? So it's like, you know, what What we're trying to ask him is, can you just preface your tweets with like, in my personal opinion yeah <laughs> in the opinion of one human being <laughs> it, it was just a weird thing for him to do and i think majority of the people online were like and it kind of sucks for him right because he just got this huge thing with shang chi he did this whole huge marvel film it grossed big numbers yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. moment he tweets this stupid shit people are like dude shut the fuck up and he's tweeting about like what is he saying like that he is a movie star yes oh Oh, excuse me. That's so he like, Can I interject something? I am a movie star. <laughs> That's essentially what yeah. the tweet says. <laughs> okay. This is the problem, right? The thing is, like, he's been doing such a good job in kind of fooling the public into believing that his main goal is to make sure that Asian people are having a come up. It's mm. not Asian people. It's you. Mm. You're trying to shed light on you by using this as a catalyst to make yourself look good. But David, don't you understand? Simu is Asian people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is all Asian people. <laughs> Dude. And look, you know, I'm kind of curious to what people think about this too. And I, you know, when I read the comments, a majority of the comments are mirroring what I'm, I'm saying or what I have said in the past, right? Yeah. Like I said, I don't know this guy personally, but if... If we are to believe that he is who he says he is on these tweets or what he puts out in the public as a Reddit incel, like that we, that, okay. <laughs> like, dude, do a better job of lying to the public, mm. right? Because at this point, it's not, okay, I got to stand up for Asians. It's how do I insert myself in this place here? Because I got to make sure that people know I'm a star. Mm. And that's what it feels like. It, maybe it's not, but- yeah. If it's not the case, he's not doing a very good job of it. So, I mean, like, bro, with all this Twitter shit going on, like, seriously, if Twitter fucking shut down tomorrow, not only just like, not only just like, who are a lot of people out there in that Twitterverse then, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, is, are you in this fucking echo chamber, you know, of your own thoughts? And we also said too, like, you know, just on an advice tip, it's like, bro, who are your friends around you that, that can tell you to shut the fuck up? Mm. Like you need a couple <laughs> of those friends to be like, hey, buddy, <laughs> nobody's, no, you're, you're not in this conversation right now. Yeah, you or, shut the mouths. Yeah, shut the mouths, man, because I don't even think he actually saw the clip. <laughs> because if he did, he wouldn't have said what he said. Yeah. So like, I don't want to misquote the guy, right? Yeah, so I haven't heard it, so it'd so be let good me, to put it on. Let, yeah. me, let me show you what uh, Simu said, and then you, I'll show you the clip, okay? okay? So this is his tweet. If the only gatekeepers to, the movie, to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I would never have had the opportunity to lead a 400 million plus movie. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Congra- so once again, <laughs> yeah. to him. 
I am in awe of their filmmaking genius. They are transcendent auteurs. Okay. Yes. I call bullshit on that. The only reason why I say bullshit is because you clearly haven't seen anything that they've done because you never would have tweeted this. Uh, but they don't get to point their nose at me or anyone. What? <laughs> so that line is what kind of got him fucked. Nobody was talking about you. Scorsese is like 85 years old, man. Like does he, he doesn't know? give a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah. No movie studio is or ever will be perfect, but I'm proud to work with one that has made sustained efforts to improve diversity on screen by creating heroes that empower and inspire people of all communities everywhere. That's his Oscar speech. I love yeah. the golden age too, but if but it was white as hell. Once again, made it about race. And the reason why he got ripped because of this is like, do you know who you're talking about right now? Mm-hmm. People were calling him on his bullshit. He goes, wait, you say you love Scorsese and Tarantino and you're saying that they're the ones that are whitewashing Hollywood? Mm. I don't think these are the directors you're talking about right now. Yeah. Tarantino? Are you talking about fucking Kill Bill? Yeah. Uh, uh, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, fucking Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown is so underrated. too. I think he's one of those actors that doesn't watch film. <laughs> It's, I mean, honestly, like if you say that you respect them, that they're these auteurs, how do you not know their lineage of film to go ahead and write this tweet out? Everybody on their internet is calling his bullshit now. They're like, hold on, Tarantino? First of all, let let me. I mean, I mean, like just the issue at hand, I love the golden age, but it was white as hell. You know, imagine if Tarantino says, or Wu-Tang Clan says, I love the Shaw Brothers. I love Hong Kong action, but it's Asian as hell. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Like, seriously, <laughs> come on, man. Such a bad fucking yeah. take. Man. Like, yes, you can be racist against white people, bro. Yes, <laughs> but he doesn't see that way. <laughs> like, come on, the double standard, though. You know, if you're not going to want to hear that on your end, you probably shouldn't say it out of your own mouth, right? And do you not remember? I don't know one of the most famous fucking directors of all time, specifically out of Korea, Pong Juno, giving yeah. huge credit to who? Tarantino, Tarantino and Scorsese? <laughs> yeah. Because Tarantino legit was singing Pong Juno's praises, talking about yeah. some of the films that he has made has been some of the best pieces of artwork that he has ever seen in his life. Yeah. That was what Tarantino was saying. He was championing yeah. one of the biggest fucking Asian names as a director in Hollywood. In his Oscar speech for winning best director, he <laughs> gave it up to them. And here you are on Twitter. <laughs> so first Excuse of all, me. Excuse me. I'm a movie star. Yeah. And you guys are white. (laughs) That's why I'm saying, that's why I was a little confused when I read his tweet. I was like, oh, you are one of those people that don't watch film. But I mean, like, what is he projecting then? Like, or- I don't know. Not only is he he trying to project, then how is he intaking their films and being so upset? So maybe we should listen to the clip. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Okay, let's watch let's watch this Two Bears One Cave because I I have a lot more thoughts about this, this fucking fantastic guy. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So this is the clip that you guys are gonna hear, um, or you will see if you're watching this uh, on YouTube. But th- so Quentin Tarantino basically came on Two Bears One Cave with Tom Segura, and this is the clip that everybody is taking from. That they're not really necessarily misquoting him, but when you see these words written out versus how you hear him talk about it in a one-on-one private conversation, yeah, or public conversation, anyways, because it's on a podcast, yeah, it comes off way differently. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people did their due diligence to actually see this clip or even listen to the full podcast. Yeah. 
Here we go. You love these movies, these Marvel movies. I don't love them. No, I don't. Love I know. Them. All right. I don't hate them. All right. But I don't love them. All right. Uh, I mean, look, I used to collect Marvel comics like crazy sure. when I was uh, a kid. And so there's an aspect that if these movies were coming out when I was in my 20s, I would totally be fucking happy uh-huh. and totally love them. I mean, they wouldn't be the only movies being made. They yeah. would be those movies amongst other movies. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, no, I'm almost 60. So yeah, no, I'm not quite as excited about them as- Can I tell you the thing? uh, I mean, for me, I don't have your level of of knowledge of mm -hmm. cinema, but Mm -hmm. as a film go, or somebody who likes movies, uh I mean, what's exciting about a movie Mm -hmm. is usually some element of surprise, right? Uh And what you see, what I've seen in a lot of these films is that it is just a carbon copy, essentially, of Mm -hmm. the previous release. Like- Mm -hmm. You, you're never taken somewhere you don't expect well, in the film. Yeah, well, look, I'm not here to rag I mean, on I, those. Yeah, you know, is, so it's like, you know, I, I don't have any, my only ax to grind against them is they're the only things that seem to be made. Making, yeah. And they're the only things that seem to generate any kind of excitement. Right. Amongst a fan base or just, or even like uh, for the studio making them. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that's what they're excited about. True. And, uh, you know, so it's just the fact that that they are the they are the entire representation of yeah. this era of movies right now. Right. And there's not really much room for for anything else. Yeah. That's my problem. And they do like billion dollar box offices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but that is that is literally my problem. It's a problem of representation. Okay. Uh, but uh uh you know, but 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 to go back to your uh, initial question, part of the marvelization of Hollywood is yeah, no, it it's the um you have all these actors who have become famous playing these, these parts, characters, yeah, yeah. but they're not movie stars. Right. Captain America is the star. Right. Thor is the star. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm not the first person to say that. I think this has been said a zillion times, you know, but, you know, but it's like, you know, it's the, these, these franchise characters that become, become a star. Uh, personally, I mean, this is my own thing. It's just that I, I've gone to these movies and mm-hmm. you just go like, yeah, it's a, it's another. It's just, it, it's not that different from the previous film. Yeah. There's just new. There's some new well, effects. Before, you know, well, before though, okay, you know, okay. Here's a better way to say it. It's like you know, before, um, you know, even 2005, 2009, or something like that. If an actor stars in a movie that does as good as the uh, the Marvel movies do, well, that that guy's a new star. Sure, they're an absolute star, and that means that people did dig him or her yeah, and they like them and they want to see them and stuff. And then, then they, you know, uh, Sandra Bullock is in Speed. Right. All right. And everyone like thought she was amazing in it. All right. She was charming as hell. Everyone fell in love with her. And so, you know, even she does a couple of uh, mediocre movies after that, The Net and something else. Okay. Well, people want to see it because they, 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 they were like excited Sandra by Bullock. Sandra Bullock. They want yeah. to see her in something else. And she's good in those movies. Yeah. You know, but that's not the case now. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the case. No, no, no. We want to see that guy playing. So this is essentially what he was saying, right? Right, right. Which is kind of interesting that he's kind of inter- like for for Seaman Lube. Um, oops, my bad. I call him Seaman Lube. Uh, <laughs> Seaman, <laughs> Seaman, Seaman Lube. Okay, let's not start nothing. All right. That Seaman was a, that was a complete accident. Yeah. I don't know why that's, that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really horny. His name. And his Seaman name was very sexy. Yes. So. Yes, he has the nicest Asian body in Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Gigantic head. We have, 
So the interesting thing about this clip, right, when I when I listened to it and what people were saying about it for the people who are very pro Simu about what he said was that, interestingly enough, he's actually fighting for the actor here. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually like Simu. He's fighting for you. He's saying that the Marvel franchise has become so strong that this is the only representation of film in this era of film right now. Yeah. Which it's a representation issue. Okay. Aren't you about representation, Simu? Yeah. Yeah. So clearly he didn't watch this clip. As I'm watching it, I'm trying to figure out, okay, Sumu, where's your point? <laughs> <laughs> He's literally fighting for you. He's saying that he misses the era or he believes that it should be a focus on the actor and their skill level. Yeah. He didn't say that Marvel Marvel like actors can't fucking act. Is that now the attention is I want to go see Thor. Yeah. I want to go see Spider-Man instead of the actor. So he's actually fighting for you, you fucking dummy. <laughs> so like now I'm thinking about what are you trying to say, the bigger picture and what you're projecting is that you're brown nosing up to the Marvel overlords because he's critiquing Marvel. That's more or less of how I can only interpret this yeah. now. You know, it's like he's trying to fight for your cause. Like, yeah, let's see you in something outside of Shang-Chi, right? Will that person in Iowa go and see it because Simu Liu is on the movie poster? Or will they, you see the movie poster and say, oh, Shang-Chi's in this movie. Yeah. I'm going to see it. And you that's know? just really the point. He, he didn't say anything scathing at all. Yeah. It was just him talking about this the era state of, of Hollywood. Yeah, it's just the state of Hollywood and yeah. how like things are being taken away from a variety of a variety of films that you can see and a lot of the accolades are going to these billion dollar films mm -hmm. where people are just going to see Thor. And I'll be 100% honest with you, if you guys are out there, you guys know too, I'm a part of that group. Mm. I'm not going to see fucking Spider-Man to see Tom Holland. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to see fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> You know there's what I'm a, saying? Yeah, there's a reason I still haven't seen like any of his other movies. Exactly. Literally, I've not seen any of his other movies. Point in case, right? Let's talk about um, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry right. Potter. Harry Potter. He's an amazing actor and he's done a lot of great films even after Harry Potter. Yeah. Here's the thing. Ask me a film of uh, that he's done after. So, have you seen any films in Daniel Radcliffe? Talk about Harry Potter or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And he recently did a film where he's playing a, a skinhead mm. and that was circulating around. And guess what the biggest fucking comment was? It feels weird to see Harry Potter use the N word with a hard R. <laughs> right. Yeah. So even <laughs> That's when he's happening, this yeah. is what's happening. He dove into a character, right? Mm. He's playing this, this skinhead yeah. and all they see is Harry Potter. Yeah. And this is what he's talking about when it comes to these franchises, which I agree. A lot of actors agree. You know who else agreed? If we're talking about representation, fucking Anthony Mackie. Mm, yeah, I saw that clip. Did you sure. see that? You saw yeah, that clip, right? Yeah, I saw right? that clip. People will go see movies just because they said it's going to be number one. And everybody know the movie's bad. You know, you'll read a review on Rotten Tomatoes and be like, oh, they gave it, you know, 75% tomatoes. It's fresh. I should go see it. When they haven't even seen the movie. You know, so the the evolution of the business has gone to like there are no movie stars anymore mm. like anthony mackie isn't a movie star the falcon is a movie star and that's what's weird it used to be with tom cruise and will smith and stallone and schwarzenegger when you went to the movies you went to go see the stallone movie you went to go see the schwarzenegger movie 
now you go see X-Men. So the, the, the evolution of the superhero has meant the death of the movie star. And that's the fear now, because you're now making movies for 16-year-olds and China. <laughs> and that's it. You think of some of your favorite movies growing up, those movies wouldn't get made today. Goonies? Wouldn't get made today. Halloween? Wouldn't get made today. Thing? Wouldn't get made today. Damn. <laughs> and all of them, you watch, you watch Stranger Things on Netflix. Has anybody ever seen Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah. Stranger Things is Goonies. It's everything. It's, it's Goonies. Yeah. Three kids. Go on a mission, find underground, there's an alien, kill an alien, Goonies. <laughs> Even when they found the little dark world where the alien was, they went down the slide like, ah, Goonies. So it's just, it's a different time now. The business, they make movies for specific uh, audiences as opposed to just making good movies. And that's why people stop going to the movies because most of the movies suck. Anthony Mackie was saying what Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino said, yeah. but more scathing, mm. way more harsh. And he is a Marvel actor. He's a big He's franchise a character. He's fucking Captain America now. Yeah. Yeah. So how? So Simu, you should tell him about white ass Hollywood to this black actor. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like how he put race into it again. Right. It was very unnecessary because that's not what he was talking about. Yeah. And he somehow brought race back into it once again to glorify his position as I am the hero of the race wars. He wants that title so bad. And I don't give a fuck what anybody else. No, I do give a fuck what you guys say. I, I do want to hear your opinions. But do you kind of understand what I'm talking about now and yeah. why I don't dislike the guy because I don't fucking know him. I can't dislike somebody I don't know. But I can only talk about things in the way that he represents himself. And now people are seeing through his charade, mm. right? The whole idea of this is for it's not for Asian people. Seaman is for you. We, we know it now. We get it now. And now people are seeing it. And it's not just me. Yeah. Right? So I expect a lot of apologies. Mm -hmm. I expect a lot of like, oh, okay, I can kind of see what you're saying. Once again, not saying he's a bad person, yeah. but right now the, the trick isn't working, buddy. Yeah, look, um, it, you, you got into a huge movie, right? And you're, you're in the Marvel safety net, but then you say some shit to Tarantino and fucking Martin Scorsese, would any other Hollywood actor now want to work with you? You know, <laughs> like, like I'm not saying like I oh like oh let's you know I hope it's not like I really think that he should succeed. You know, as the part of like you know whatever roles he takes and stuff, I'm not rooting for him to fail. You know, but it's like you know you step on a lot of rakes, bro. <laughs> for us. Fucking Homer Simpson over here, dude. The, the, so somebody mentioned this to me too. And I actually found out about this because of an actor friend of mine who messaged this to me. And he goes, and he wrote to me, he goes, my biggest issue with Simu is the fact that I don't think he truly understands his position in the acting world. What have you done to speak the way that you do? Mm. Anthony Mackie said what he said. Look at what Anthony Mackie has done. Yeah. Right. You did Kim's Convenience. And then you did uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Right. You weren't nobody praised you on Shang-Chi because you were an amazing actor because mm. you delivered your lines. Amazing. You were actually pretty bad at it, <laughs> in terms of the acting skill level. Right. And everybody can agree yeah. on that. 
right? Most people can. The B-line character, which was Tony Lung, was all people were talking about when it came to acting, delivering emotions and what yeah. happened. So when you kind of put yourself in and you go, well, you know, as an actor, nobody looks at you like an actor yet mm. because you haven't earned that title yet. In right, terms of right, like, right. you know, you've earned the title of being an actor, but the way that you speak about yourself is as if you're Denzel. You're not. <laughs> yeah. You're Chang Chi right now. Right. Let us see a few more projects that you have so you could really show your acting chops. As of right now, nobody has seen it. Yeah. Nobody has seen your acting chops whatsoever. You didn't have a lot of great lines in this film to even be even to like showcase what you can do. Mm. All right. One of the one of the scenes I hated in Shang Chi was that emotional scene with him and and Anora where mm. they were staring off at that lake yeah. and he was supposed to emote and it was like a robot talking. Yeah. It was it was terrible. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm and I'm not gonna even say that's a representation of his acting. That might have just been bad writing. That was hard for him to do. Yeah. But a great actor can make poor lines really amazing. Mm. So. I think for him, like just like my friends who wrote this, he goes, he doesn't understand his position and he hasn't done the work yet in terms of like genius brain listeners. This podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise, you, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of stuff i mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a, a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as i do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if i'm gonna make a wrap or i'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort i'm gonna use hero bread because i get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite so genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks in the world of acting to even speak the way that he does. So it comes off as very condescending for somebody who doesn't have that position yet. Yeah. And I say the word yet because I don't know how far he can go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He probably has a lot of other things lined up. So when this comes out and we see the other films that you do and then you don't match up to the shit that you're talking, we'll see what's up. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm not wishing for that. I'm yeah. wishing that the next project that you do, that you come out as an amazing actor so yeah. you could talk that fucking shit because right now your foundation is shaky. 
that's why people, every time you tweet something about representation, people see through it now. They go, this is not about representation. This is about you. So the first thing they want to tell you to do is shut the fuck up. Mm. Just be quiet. Yeah. Let your artwork, let your work show who you are. You can do that, dude. You can fucking do it. You can let your work represent you rather than your fucking tweets and your fucking random rants that have nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just, just being interjected into, right? Yeah, he just wants to be like, hey, I, I can say something. Excuse me, I'm here. <laughs> Remember, you're not a Reddit incel anymore. Yeah, There's no anonymity <laughs> for you. Know about these people before you go and say, well, they're the reasons why Hollywood is white as hell. You're talking about fucking Martin Scorsese, the, the guy who has literally a program where he's reviving films from other countries right now that haven't gotten any limelight because of the whitization of Hollywood. He yeah. literally has something right now, a foundation that's reviving foreign films that people have not seen because they were foreign films at the time that people didn't want to see. So who the fuck are you talking about right now? Yeah, I mean, and, and like the whole thing with Martin Scorsese, like the thing he said, was that Marvel films are a theme park. Like, sorry. <laughs> like, uh, sorry. But he's not wrong, though. When you walk into a Marvel movie now, it's not a like a story, you know, impacted, plot-driven like kind of thing anymore. It is kind of like jumping on a roller coaster. Yeah. You know? And look at this, too. I'll give you another example of what they're talking about. Chadwick Boseman, yeah. right? Before he passed away, he did a film on Netflix. It was supposed to be some of his best acting that he's ever done. He did that while he had cancer. Yeah. Nobody talked about it. <laughs> what did they say when he passed away? There will never be another Black Panther. Yeah. They're not talking about his acting skills and so in, in, in a lot of the stuff that he's done. He's an amazing fucking actor. And it takes a great actor to play somebody like Black Panther, mm -hmm. right? So I don't think he's taking away from the actor's skills. He is talking about the franchise and what the franchise does to actors. Yeah. Not that those actors cannot act. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, like, spoiler alert, he doesn't show up in Black Panther 2, you know? And there is no T'Challa. They didn't recast him. Why? For the reverence of him, the actor. Yeah. Where, you know, they interjected the situation of our real lives into the story. You know, that's what it means, you know, like that's up to the people. But man, I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not saying I hope, you know, anything bad happens to Simu. But if he were to go, you know, do you think Nora would take up the Shang-Chi crown? The Ten Rings? You think Aquafina is going to take up the Ten Rings, bro? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? You mean their fucking platonic asexual relationship? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, come on, man. Like, even just being a realist, I don't think you're there or we as Asian Americans are there, like, within the culture. But see, this is what I'm saying, too. And I'm, this is from a personal experience I've had with him, right? So, you know, when I reviewed the film, right? Uh -huh. And then we we also talked about him with the whole Bob, Ch uh, was it Bob Chapek? Or, Ch Chapek. Or, yeah. Yeah. They just bounced him, by the way. I know. They, Bob they, Iger just came back. <laughs> I know. Hey, so you can't correct us because Bob Iger's back in yeah, the house. In your face, yeah. baby. <laughs> That's an old cut yeah, reference. So Bob anyway. Chapek, when he, you know, he talked about like, oh, this is going to be an experiment because this is the first time in since pandemic that we've actually put out a film in theaters. Yeah. And this motherfucker goes off. He goes, we as Asian people are not your experiment. Oh, my God. God, this isn't like the uh, like a Tuskegee thing, bro. <laughs> so once again, he did that again over here. 
he did it again. Yeah. And now people are seeing it. They're like the first time they're like, oh, I could see he maybe he made that mistake. Right. Yeah. And then he did the thing with um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Mandarin. What's that show called again? Moonlight or no? <laughs> Moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Moonlight. Moonlight. Not Moonlight. Different one. Yeah. Moonlight. Amazing film. Moonlight. Not so good. Moonlight. Right. Where he was criticizing um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix saying um, that Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke, not yeah, Joaquin yeah, yeah. Phoenix. I'm sorry. Apologies. Yeah. Ethan Hawke. He goes, somebody needs to fire his Mandarin coach because he couldn't learn on this huge budget film how to speak Mandarin. I was like, you know, I saw you on Kim's Convenience. You couldn't learn how to speak Korean properly. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's saying nothing. Nobody's yeah. saying anything to you. It's like, hey, man, that's like, that's that's part of your franchise, man. Why are you criticizing it? Yeah. Like also, that, too, like maybe we should fucking shit on Jackie Chan. Yeah, his English all, is still terrible. Yeah, with, for his, I mean, he's been in how many Hollywood films, and he still can't respect the American way by learning how to speak proper English. Yeah, what is, your, what is your logic? What are yeah. you talking about? Like, okay, Joaquin, I'm so sorry he couldn't learn this fucking tonal language, mm. this very difficult tonal language, and he couldn't do it to your standards. The next time I speak to him, you better speak, flu you better be fluent in fucking Korean. Yeah, because you were on Kim's Convenience for so many. Yeah, years. you were representing yeah. my culture. What? You don't speak Korean yet? <laughs> so I'm saying like, there is no foundation for the criticism that he's taking. Like he's had great moments, right? But now it's just like, I think he's sucking his dick so hard right now because he enjoys being the, the hero, the mm. real life Asian hero that nobody asked for. You know why we recognize this? Because who amongst our acquaintances or the people around us or even mutual friends or the people we grew up with behaves like that? The, the guy who has some kind of weird, like, victim complex. Like, they're all out to get me. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy tried to step up to me. And then, like, they, like, tell this, like, elaborate thing as if, like, people are out to get them. And it's like, nah, man, the world is okay. I, I mean, look, I've, I've been there in his shoes, though. Yeah. And a lot of Asian men do this, too. And it's not good. And it's part of that asian reddit incel kind of behavior right and it's like you know it's not so much like like maybe you should stop generalizing all these people like for how they tell you about the way you look and all these things that go against i don't know yeah yeah just basic your basic vanity which is like some people need that shit, you know for their confidence and all those things but i i've been there like in high school the hot blonde girl i was sitting next to in keyboarding class Told me I, like I was the ugliest guy in school, you know? <laughs> no way! Like you're, just, you're just typing, and she goes, "Hey, by you're, the way, you're, you're ugly." ugly. <laughs> it's like holy shit, you know? And only like really later, like yeah, I did understand. Like yeah, a lot of white people have been told just Asian people are unattractive, right? And that's something that's learned or something. And you know what? I just stopped getting like. I, I don't know. I didn't have that resentment over them or whatever. That well, has to deal with your own internal Yeah, thing. and the reason why I don't fucking care is because who are they to, to describe what attracted? Uh, clearly, we're doing fine. There's a billion of us. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, we're fucking. Oh, did you hear the news? We just crossed 8 billion in population on the earth. Well, there it is, dude. <laughs> Let's celebrate. Yeah. There you go. And guess who's fucking the most? Asian people? Asian people. So it's like, even that idea bothers me, right? It's well, like Chinese well, people. DCF. Yeah. <laughs> Like white people don't find us attractive. Why do you want them to? Mm. What is this obsession with this this white royalty bringing out their sword and dabbing you on the shoulders and knighting you as attractive? Why right. do you need it so much? 
Why do you need that? You don't fucking need it at all. And by the way, that's like in this locust of fucking America, right? Because mm. my friends who live out in Europe, they don't talk about that shit. Yeah. They don't mention that shit at all. That place is white as fuck. That's the white source. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a, like a you thing, right? Because it's not a clear representation of the rest of the world. We have friends in Europe who go like, why is America so obsessed with race? Like when we're here, we just date people. Mm. right we fuck first and then we ask questions later yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah so you know listen like this isn't like a shit party like shit on simu type of party but you know i do only want to talk about the things that he has been doing that kind of represent himself and i want him to understand that you represent you you don't represent all of us mm. right mm. nobody asked you to take up this chalice nobody asked you to go ahead and be our quote-unquote asian superhero bear this cross yeah yeah <laughs> Some because Christian i have to say something yeah. you know who my hero bobby lee <laughs> yeah. I, I want bobby lee to represent asian men out there yeah. or i just want to represent myself yeah and then mike this is this is like my biggest advice to a lot of people who ask me this they go like how do you feel about you representing um like your culture i don't represent my culture i represent myself right yeah and if you like my culture because i have carried myself well then i've done my job yeah. My mission isn't to go be like, here, I'm Korean. I'm Korean. Just turn people off. Yeah, I am Korean. Yeah. That is who I am. This is what I represent. I don't have to shove it in your fucking face. Yeah. It's like the idea of like people who are religious zealots and how they turn people off by shoving their religion in their face. Yeah. If you are a good person, you are a reflection of the beliefs that you have and people feed off of that shit. Yeah. Same thing with my culture. People will be curious about Korean people because they're curious about me because they fuck with me. Mm. I don't have to go ahead and wave this huge Korean flag. He's a Korean never lose yeah. <laughs> for people to respect that. And I don't yeah. think that he's at that place. He has a lot of like personal trauma that he's dealing with that he's projecting it out to other people in a terrible way. I mean, like you, you brought up Bobby Lee, like he, for the Asian American community, like Bobby Lee's up there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like he's a, he, I think he's a goat, you know, yeah. for what he's done. Like, but then um, if, look, if you, look at Bobby Lee and think he represents all Asian people, then you're a piece of shit, yeah. you know? He does not. He does not. He represents Bobby Lee. Exactly. And he's so very uniquely Bobby Lee. Yeah. You know? And he does not even claim to represent all of us, nor does, I don't believe he wants to, right? Yeah, and I he always hear these weird conversations too from a lot of like people who are in this space and they're just like, yeah, you know, as somebody who's like in this entertainment space, he's like, listen, I know you. Nobody has ever asked you to be in a movie. <laughs> you suck <laughs> you're not a part of this conversation <laughs> at all whatsoever yeah like who what are you talking about They're like well you know when we come in you know as, as somebody who's an asian in entertainment you are not an entertainment you mm. want to be an entertainment mm. you are not a part of this conversation i'm not a part of this conversation so yeah. when you talk about acting roles that you're auditioning for for stuff that you never auditioned for shut up <laughs> be quiet yeah like you know who the fuck they are yeah two brothers <laughs> man you know god that, i mean that always like follows me shit because you know especially in la or wherever i go you know like oh, i'm from seattle and like oh do you know those guys and i'm like like comes up every single fucking time and i'm just like you know let me just like i don't know like just i have i have other interesting things to talk about please <laughs> hey big blessings to them or whatever yeah. you know but, but it follows me everywhere i go <laughs> 
you know, it's just, I, I don't want people to be in this space of like following his example and how he's carrying himself, right? Mm -hmm. As somebody who is an Asian American in like social media or whatever, whatnot, and I don't know how long I'm going to be on this space, which is partially the reason I don't give a fuck about what I say on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long I'm going to be on here. I don't care about this shit. I'm just the most regular fucking person you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah. And I say things on this podcast that a lot of you fucking say at home. A lot of you had these conversations, but you're so scared about not having opportunities because mm. you don't want to say the wrong thing. Because one day you might fucking meet this person. They might give you an opportunity. Fuck those people. Be who you are. Say how you fucking feel and be an honest human being. And you will find your own fucking path. Mm. You're like, have some fucking, I don't know, a backbone. Yeah. Have some pussy. Have some balls. I don't know. Like, I, I just don't understand. Listen, I'm glad people are seeing it, right? I'm not glad that he's carrying himself in the way that he has. Yeah. I wish well upon, I'm not just saying that shit. Just because I can criticize somebody for the shit that they've done, it doesn't mean I'm wishing on their downfall. I'm wishing for him to be the next biggest star where he could really show his fucking acting chops, where I can see him be in a film standing next to amazing actors and not be fucking overshadowed by their acting skills. I want him in that role mm. because then he'll actually have some shit to say. But I guarantee you, if he was doing that, he wouldn't have said what he said. If he really liked film, he wouldn't have been saying that to Tarantino and Scorsese. Yeah. Somebody would have asked him. <laughs> I don't know. Access Hollywood. Extra, extra. They would have asked him what he thought if it was relevant to him. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been like, TMZ hey. TMZ would have called him up and somebody him. would somebody have. Somebody would have. Right? And he's you just know? like, as an actor, it's like, okay, buddy. As a movie star. As, as a, a movie as star. As a movie star. Remember, you're not, you, you know Denzel, all right? Yeah. Not yet, anyways. You have time. He might be amazing. And I'm and I'm going to fucking root for him. And watch. You just watch. You watch where he comes out with the film when he's dope and see if I don't fucking give him his praise. I'm going to give him his fucking praise. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, listen, I've had conversations with, with uh, Nora and she's, she's so fucking funny to me, right? She comes up to me. She goes, do you? Do you hate me? <laughs> I was like, no, I fucking love you. I fuck with that girl so heavy. She goes, oh, I, I wasn't sure, like blah, blah, blah. Because like she was like, I told Dumb to introduce me to you a while ago. He never has. And, uh, you know, for her, and I was telling her too, and we had this conversation. It's like, just because I don't like everything that you do doesn't mean that I fucking, I'm not supporting and watching everything that you do in a positive way. Yeah. I was like, when I saw you at the farewell, I was instantly a fan of you for life. Because I knew that the level of skill and acting that you have is is honestly above a majority of the people that I've seen on screen. Mm. Like people don't ever give her her due credit. They give her like that due credit of being that quirky, weird Asian girl. Yeah. No, she can fucking act her fucking ass off, dude. Yeah. I fuck with that girl so fucking heavy, dude. She has my support for life. Um, does that mean that I enjoy everything she does? No. no. Did I think that she was good in Shang-Chi? No. Yeah, I mean, the problem is like, look, we're in LA. Everything is so binary. Mm. It's thumbs up or thumbs down. It's rotten or fresh. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, you had some hit and misses. Be like baseball, dude. If you have a 300 average, that means if you hit like, yeah, like a third of the balls in Major League Baseball, you're a fucking star and you'll make $30 million a year. That means you fail a lot of times and you strike out all a lot of times. Yeah. You know, but then the fact is they live with it, like with like what they are. But then people, I swear in LA, they just hot and cold on and off when because people, you know, can 
accept and see the positive comments out there, right? They don't realize that those negative comments like will affect you the exact same way. Yeah. You know, they're the same thing. And I guarantee you, um, once again, this is speculation. People around him sing his praises a little too much. Mm. Mm. And, you know, when you are in that position and somebody for him, you know, Simu, most likely you're never going to listen to this. Um, and if you are listening to this, should get a life, bro. <laughs> Don't listen to this. <laughs> no, but in all it's honesty. Like, no, because that reminds me of like, you know, I live in K-Town for a while. Mm -hmm. And like, I just go out to bars and whatever, just walk around. And I'm not going to say which one, but I'd see a member of the Black Eyed Peas. Mm -hmm. I bet you've seen him too. Around oh, I know you're talking about. He's just hangs around and you can tell he's just waiting for someone to talk to him. <laughs> right. <laughs> it got weird for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just see him like every weekend. But this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I think he's getting to that point now where, you know. Notice me. Notice me. Like <laughs> yeah. also too, for him, it's just, you got to understand, buddy. People around you are going to just echo everything that you feel because they want to be on your good side. Like, mm -hmm. who are your friends that you have that you've known since you were a kid, that you were younger, that can actually tell you what's up? Yeah. If you don't have that, then you're not going to, you're going to keep making these stupid decisions and choices because they're just going to keep championing you. Every time you do something dumb, they're going to be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. They're not mm -hmm. going to be like, bro, that was dumb. <laughs> I had growing up, I had youngs who would fucking slap me on my lips if I said some <laughs> bullshit, you know? But honestly, we need those people in our lives. Yeah. You know, I have a bunch of those fucking people in my lives, yeah. right? And they always be like, hey, man, that's a bit much. Oh, yeah. bro, chill with that type of shit. And I go, oh, shit, my bad. And I, and I get corrected. I guarantee you nobody's saying that shit to him. And I know this because after we did our last podcast, this will DM me. Mm. And then he was like, I just wanted to let you know that we're cool. And I'm like, all right. You don't have like cool for what? Yeah, personal problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even beyond that, I don't give a fuck. Who are you? Who are mm. you to me? Mm. I just want to let you know we're cool. All I and I, I did something very nice. I just said, "Hey man, you got a lot of heat on your shoulders right now, and I just wish the best for you." That's all I said. What I wanted to say was, "I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> I do a podcast, bitch, and you are a hot topic. Yeah. That's all that it is." <laughs> hey man, your shit got like seventy thousand likes. I think we're entitled to talk about it. Yeah, and I, and I'll tell you this too if shang chi did terrible in the box office right yeah. i probably wouldn't have done the the review that we did yeah that's salt on the wounds and we gotta pick up our peoples right exactly <laughs> i guarantee you if shang chi did terrible i wouldn't have done a review for it because yeah. whatever has been said has been said yeah this one was more like oh it made like almost a, like a half a billion dollars no matter what i say it did well yeah. so let me tell you how i feel yeah. dude i just watched one of my friend's films on netflix terrible <laughs> and i literally in my head i have four thousand notes to why this is a bad film do you think i'm gonna do a review on it absolutely not yeah why should i yeah it's already getting chewed up in fucking rotten tomatoes so it's like th there's no point mm -hmm. so you know if anybody who thinks that i'm just hating just to hate no it's not i think i, I give very good valid points uh especially when it comes to a topic like this mm. i think that once again i'm going to root for him because i'm always going to root for people who represent us yeah but not everything that you do. When you fuck up, I'm gonna say some shit about it, just like everybody else does. Everybody is just so good at pretending that they're fucking perfect. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to show their fucking flaws. Yeah. I got a lot of flaws. <laughs> I mean, like if you can say your own shit out loud, then it it's a it's way more comfortable to just 
say other shit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, dude, that's some bullshit right there. You can call it out. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, it's just such a weird situation to like. A lot of people are acting like shit doesn't stink. Yeah. Pretty much. It's like, come on, man. Like, nobody wants to say what should be said. And everybody wants to say things that they feel that other people will give them a round of applause for. Mm-hmm. And that's how, what we see on Twitter right now. That's what Elon Musk is fighting for. <laughs> that is what Elon Musk is fighting for, right? Yeah. And listen, I've been on Twitter and I kind of miss like the old days of Twitter where it was just kind of more fun videos. But now it's just everybody has a political opinion about everything. Yeah. And how I see it from my perspective is that, you know, none of you actually have to be on this app. Nobody's forcing you. Mm. You could just <laughs> not be on it. You know, they're like, this yeah. is my right. No, you could just not be on it. Or how about you celebrities that say, fuck this app, I'm out. How about don't tweet five seconds after you tweet that? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're still there. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the fucking uh, lurker on Twitter. I, don't, I never post shit yeah. on Twitter. But then I look around and see what's going on. That's for sure. You know, the funny thing is, like, we all come running back to see if it's going to fucking fail now with everything that's going on. Dude, man, my favorite Twitter account I ever fought, Food's Gone Wild. Food's Gone Wild. This shit's so funny, dude. <laughs> I, I've seen their stuff on uh, Instagram. Yeah. The the high stock check yep. people. Yeah. Okay. Food's <laughs> yeah. Gone Wild is hilarious. But, like, Twitter is kind of a representation of how people are in this in this city, you know? Mm. Um or how I feel anyways, and not talking about people who grew up in LA, I'm talking about people who come to this city thinking that they have to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And they play this caricature 24 fucking seven, and they try to latch onto certain ideals because they know that in liberal ass Hollywood, um, and by the way, I'm pretty liberal myself, but like yeah. in liberal ass Hollywood, if they don't follow suit or they don't question anything, that they'll get the pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Like opposing thoughts now, are not allowed and yeah. it's considered you being uh what's it called uh oppressive if you yeah. ask questions oh my gosh i have a fucking story about that so like back in the day i was out like at some bar with the girl and then we went to um sindubaji k-town uh, uh I, I know what you're talking about yeah the one that's open 24 7 bcd bcd so um you know at like 2 a.m bcd is fucking packed like to the gills and um sitting there looking at the menu and then i hear this clanging and banging just like someone's playing drums with their chopsticks right and i got so annoyed that i walked over to the table and i went to the guys and i was like hey man you know i just want to say like normally like we don't we don't play drums with our chopsticks you guys are in k-town right now like can you guys cut it out please yeah you know it's really rude Mm -hmm. you know and then one guy with the beard, he was like a giant, but he goes, Ooh, I'm, we're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I went back to, uh, to my table and then all of a sudden I feel this hand, like when I'm sitting down now walking by me, he grabs my fucking shoulders and he squeezes it. Right. And he gets down in my ear, in the back of my ear. He's like, come outside. I'm going to talk to you. Right. And then I'm literally like that just, that did not just happen right now. Yeah. Right. And he came back and he said, come outside. I'm going to talk to you. Like, All right, then fuck it. Like I went outside, uh, we're in front of the front doors of BCD. And he's like, look, man, I'm from Eagle Rock. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Democrat. You know, I'm part of the Occupy movement. All cool right? story, yeah. bro. And I was like, yeah, 
cool dude you know what i love denny's i don't go over there and play drums with my spoon and fork yeah you know <laughs> like cool dude like i lean left too but like you are fucking embarrassing me right now yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he thought that i was saying he was a racist or some shit like no, no you're being a fucking infant toddler yeah <laughs> like, cut it out <laughs> but that's the weird thing too like i don't People don't even know how to argue on the same page. Yeah. They don't even know how to position themselves correctly in a conversation. You know why? Because it was a per personal offense. Mm -hmm. It's because of the way you heard it and you took it and the way it deals with your trauma and your past and what triggers you. And now they have to apologize for some shit they don't know anything about. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. Like, I, I don't care to have these type of conversations anymore. And I was telling um, Ed off camera, too, about the story where there was this guy that I had a conversation with where we were talking about, like, political views. And I, I don't care to talk about politics because I don't know anything about politics, right? But I do ask a lot of questions, especially when it comes to topics I don't fucking know about. Mm. And one of the things that I dislike, and it's probably because I grew up in a house where Everything was, you were told something just because without any fucking reasoning and you just had to believe it. Yeah, because I said so. Because I said so. So when people say because I said so to me, it's a trigger for me. Yeah. Uh, in the sense of, it's almost like you're being very dismissive of the things that I'm asking, yeah. right? And if I ask a question, it means that I'm talking down to you, which is dumb. A question is a fucking question, especially mm -hmm. if I'm asking it nicely. Yeah. So, you know, with this person, they were talking about their political views and they were like, fuck all Republicans. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm a Democrat and I was like, what do you mean? Fuck all Republicans. And I was like, okay, dude, uh, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, because they're hyper intolerant. And I just think that if you're, if you are a registered Republican, you're clearly a terrible person because of you're rep, you're a part of a party and what they represent. Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm pretty moderate, you yeah. know, but I, I lean left. Um, I don't think that's really fair because we know the things that you are saying about this party, they kind of say the same things about you. So it just seems like it's you guys are two extreme ends of the spectrum. And they go, well, that's not fair because they are making fun of us for being the tolerant left and saying that we're intolerant, but we're intolerant of their intolerance. And I'm like, okay, this is a circular argument. Then. Yeah. Like there's no foundation <laughs> for this. I'm like, where are you taking this? <laughs> yeah. And I asked him, I'm like, okay, the only issue that I see about this is like, why is it that you get to define what intolerance is on very specific subjects. Like, what do you consider intolerant? And they go, well, they don't think that, they, they, they don't believe in trans rights. I was like, all people, all Republicans? Yeah. Every, I was like, you know, political parties are more than just social ideals. Like, mm -hmm. most of the stuff that people should care about is when it comes to politics is where their money goes, where their dollar goes, what happens in the society. Like, you're talking about like social ideals, which is a huge part of it, of course, but there's another spectrum to it. Right. You know, not everybody who voted for Trump was uh, so, was a racist. Yeah. Right. I know people who are Asian and black that voted for Trump. Yeah. So when we have this conversation and you start using these blanket terms, Republican equals racist, they don't care about human rights. I was like, all Republicans are like that. Right. I was like, I think that's a very bad thing for you to do. Go ahead and blanket this whole group. And so I kind of broke it down. I was like, okay. And, and essentially what got to this person too was that I asked him, I was like, you know, you remember BLM, right? He was like, were you for or against it? I was, I was for BLM. I was like, what was the biggest issue that a lot of people have when they talk about black culture? I was like, because what? Because what they see on social media, which mm -hmm. is what you're saying is that yeah. the things that you are seeing about Republicans and what you read on Twitter 
Facebook and social media, right? Yeah. What does Facebook and social media say about black people? Not great. Huh? Criminals. Yeah. Stupid. Idiots. Animals. Uneducated. Yeah. Animals. That kind right? of bullshit. Yeah. So if everything that on the line is true, then I guess what they say about black Americans are true then too, right? Yeah. And that person was dead quiet. I was like, you are basing what you believe on what you've read on headlines um, when you don't want that stuff to be done to you. This is the problem that we have here. Like, you are so LA. Yeah. And what I mean by that is not native LA people. I'm talking about you have taken this cross of like hyper liberalism just because it's cool and you have nothing to add to the conversation. Mm. Right? Because you literally sound like Twitter headlines. <laughs> and yeah. me, if when I ask you why, I could already tell in your tone with the way you're talking to me, you're pissed. Yeah. I was like, why are you pissed? I was like, let me ask you something. What do you think my political party is, right? She's like, well, clearly from the way you're talking, you're a Republican. I was like, I'm a retro Democrat. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You didn't know. Person's dead quiet. And I've never ever talked about like what my political party, but I'm a registered Democrat. I was like, you didn't even know. I'm left-leaning. Yeah. I just asked you questions and you got fucking mad. Yeah. About stuff that you don't know about. You're angry because you don't have the answers. And you could have simply just said, I don't know. <laughs> Like, how weird is that type of shit? And I'm not saying that most guys are like this. It's like, or most people that you meet are going to be like this. But I think like this person had a very good learning moment, right? Mm. Where they kind of understood like, oh, I, he was just asking questions and I got mad at him. And I was being very fucking civil. This doesn't happen a lot. Because like I said, usually when I ask people questions, they know that it's just out of curiosity and they'll be able to explain themselves, right? Because even more, even more so, this was like, you know, an hour conversation at a coffee spot. And it was like, we talked about she want uh, he wanted to talk about like uh, trans rights, right? Right. And he was like, "Well, they don't believe that trans people should have rights." And I'm like, "Who is they? Yeah, all people all. who are Republican believe that, or the people that you see online?" And I was like, "Do you see what I'm saying right now?" Yeah. And, I, and they and this is the part where the conversation got weird because they said, and I told Ed, Ed this. This guy said, "Well, trans people are the way that it's science." <laughs> Right. And I was like, okay. And once again, I don't know anything about the subject. Right. I haven't spoken to a trans person about this. Yeah. And I was like, cool. What is the science? And they go, it's just science. And I'm like, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you, you just said it's science, but what is the science? Like, I'm curious. It's like she's retweeting the tweet she saw back at you in real life. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she was trying to do. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's just science. I'm like, okay, guy, do you understand how bad this conversation is going now? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm curious about something. And you just said something like, it's science. And I'm like, yeah, but what is the science though? Like, I want to, I want to <laughs> yeah. know. I want to learn what you're talking about. And probably somebody in the comments could probably elaborate on, on on what this guy was trying to say. But um, that was such a bad conversation for me. Yeah, especially if you really want to know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and that person did the just because thing. Shut up and just listen to me. Yeah, and oh it's God. like that is not being a good representative of like being an ally. I guess you would say, right? Yeah. To be like, okay, but like, I'm here to be educator right now. It's like, but you don't know? No more. Yeah, that's <laughs> what like, it is. It's like my parents. Yeah, you don't know? <laughs> yeah. You don't know the circumference of the earth? <laughs> like, no, like, I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. So can you please enlighten me as I'm trying to have a civil conversation? Like, I'm like, Ed knows, like, we're both very curious people. Like, we're mm. just going to ask. Yeah. And if, if somebody asking you offends you, then you got a problem. Yeah. 
you have a real big issue. That means you do not know how to have a conversation at all. If you think that somebody asking you a question about a topic that you brought up, that you're supposed <laughs> to be well-versed at, is an issue, yeah. that's you, dude. <laughs> yeah. right? Talk to me like that, man. Yeah. And it's like, of course, like I'm not going to go and tell this guy's name on the podcast. I'm not going to do any of that type of stuff. But at the same time, hopefully he's going to like, reevaluate how he has conversations with people or at least be well-versed because we talk about this in, in like religion mm. i can't sit around here and be like dude what does the scripture say about that and they go and then somebody asks me what does the scripture say and i go you don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you read the bible yeah no christian on yeah you got hair yeah you don't know about god <laughs> yeah that's the problem man i man. would never do that you yeah. know such a weird conversation so this this past week has been just odd you know what i'm saying yeah but anyways guys what I'm, what were you like an hour well guys that wraps up this episode of the genius brain podcast uh you could find ed at ed park vp he just finished a new podcast after three years yeah, <laughs> yeah finally yeah. picking it up now yeah so breakfast at momo's is the podcast you guys could go ahead and check out his podcast bible study at Bi momo i'm sorry breakfast at the pickle yeah. <laughs> bible study at momo's yeah <laughs> you could go ahead and check that out once again if you guys are tuning into this and you listen to this whole podcast and you love simu lu you probably already moved on oh it's coming man oh it's, it's coming. coming i already feel it <laughs> yeah but just to let you know I actually support him a hundred percent. It's like, come on, we're being like, come on, man. You, yeah. yeah, you can do better for sure. Yeah, you, better, could, you can do better. You could a hundred percent do better, yeah. man. Like, like I said, the next film that he's out that he's going to be in outside of uh, Shang Chi, I'm gonna watch that shit, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna watch wait it and watch it. We're we're gonna see how good his acting chops are, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, yeah. I I think because he's talking so big, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be it's going to be way different than you've ever seen him in anything before. Mm. But somebody just has to give him a chance. And I want to see that shit. When he gets those great lines, I want to see him fucking deliver. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Simu Lu supporter. So am I. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sundays at 12 p.m. Genius Brain. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
dot co and use code genius 10 at checkout that's g-e-n-i-u-s one zero at hero dot co